Hi, and welcome to Practical Reliability. I'm George Williams. And I'm Joe Anderson. Joe. Joe. We've got, as our guest today, the man with the best beard in reliability. I I mean, when I first saw him at a conference, I was so jealous at how well coiffed and straight and clean. I mean, it was like, anyway, enough of that. So our guest today is none other than Jeff Hay from RDI Technologies. Jeff, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. Awesome. So Jeff, by the way, is the inventor and visionary behind motion amplification and the Iris M solution, which allows you to amplify and measure motion with the use of video. His products are moving industrial vibration to the visual spectrum. His passion in using and is using his background in applied optical technology to change the way you see and measure motion in industrial applications. You know, the easiest way for me to put this, it is the absolute coolest technology on the market. It's got to be for sure. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, launching this product was was um, was pretty exciting. Um, you know, just seeing sort of the the industry get excited about vibration and and kind of breathe some life into, I think, um, uh, the things people were doing on an everyday basis. Yeah, for sure. And I got to tell you, Jeff, when George says you have a cool beard, I agree. I tried growing mine out like the last month. And my wife wanted to have me put down for mange, so it just <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't work. You and, know the uh, the funny thing. The funny thing about it is, I've had this beard for you know I don't know several you know many years, and and all of a sudden beards got popular, and so you know it's like people started noticing my beard, and it was kind of weird because I've you know I've had I've had this thing for for quite a while, but you know it's nice. It's nice to you know. <laughs> Come into come into fashion, right? Yeah. Well, it comes in and out, right? What time? Yeah. That's about how I think the works. first time I passed your booth at a conference, I I went, "How's the how's there a hipster in reliability?" Because like like you said, <laughs> that started to become become popular, right? And you're not you know you're not anything like that. Like you're an, you're an amazing guy and, and really approachable. But it, like that's like when you first pass the booth, you're going, "He doesn't look like anybody else in the conference." <laughs> Uh, so yeah so anyway jeff i'm curious i know a little bit about kind of how the technology came to be but i'd kind of like a little more detail if you could kind of how you know this optical sensor um technology how you kind of brought it to life and brought it to the market would you mind sharing that with me yeah yeah sure so you know this you know, my kind of work in this area dates back to 2005. So I was actually, my intention was uh, to be an astronomer. So I was, I was doing research around astronomy and, and using um, cameras to kind of measure uh, the atmosphere, you know, like the fluctuations in the light and the atmosphere and things like that. But, um, but, you know, um, as, uh, you know, it's it, one thing about it though is is it's kind of interesting. It's a very similar problem set. You know, um, in in one scenario, you've got a um, 
a star that's, you know, light years away and you've got to use the camera to figure something out about it. And in another scenario, you've got a motor or pump that's a few meters away and you use the camera to figure something about it, you know? So, but, you know, as, as I started doing more and more research, you know, you know, I was doing really fundamental research, some department of defense and Homeland security research for like surveillance and, and things like that for, for, for long range measurement. And, we started pointing our cameras at different things and started noticing we were picking up like signatures from motors and the HVAC system. We could measure the belt slip frequency and the different rotation rates. And this became really interesting. And the more and more we dug into it, the more and more we were finding all these, you know, amazing, you know, pieces of information that we could um, extract out of the video. And, um, you know, we sort of built up the, kind of the model behind it, like how it works and how, you know, the measurements can be quantified and, and, and displayed. And then, you know, fast forward uh, a few years later and, and you've got motion amplification. Yeah. I mean, that it's just crazy, right? It's, um, and I think we all do it in our careers. We think we're headed one direction, but life takes us another. Uh, based on circumstance. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you never, you know, you always find yourself in, 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 in different, um, in, in lots of different scenarios and, and instead of swimming against the current, you know, sometimes just swimming with it is, is, is way more productive. So, so let's start a debate, Jeff. Is this a, would you consider it a PDM technology or would you consider it a precision tool or both? It, well, I, you know, I would say it, it's a little bit of, a little bit of both. I mean, I think that that people are certainly using it for things like defect elimination and, and, and we're encouraging more and more people to use it sort of on the front end, um, you know, to, uh, on the design installation type, type stage so that these Mm -hmm. defects don't even make their way into it. In fact, we're, we're really even encouraging people to use it, you know, in the, in the design phase, you know, in a lab where they're, you know, they're doing product design and, and actually before the pro- before the product's even built. So, so sort of more of like a test and measurement type, but so certainly a lot of people use it that way. And, and we encourage that, but, but a very large a, a group of people use it sort of in the, in the predictive maintenance realm of, of, you know, you know, this, the standard kind of faults and the traditional things like misalignment and imbalance and um, those sorts of things. Right. And this is kind of what I'm wrestling with, right? Because when I, we like to be systems folks as engineers and we like to put things in buckets, but this technology doesn't really fit in any one bucket. It kind of expands over many buckets. And, and we haven't even began to really tap into all of its potential is kind of the way that I see it. There's so many things that you can do with it um, that we haven't really even thought about or tried using it on. And so kind of the sky's the limit with this thing. It's just amazing. Um, So I think what's interesting for me is, is the indirect systems understanding that you get when using the technology. So what I mean by that is you can have a, you know, vibration guys, they go around, they take, and there's nothing wrong with vibration analysis, right? They can get to information that is um, hidden visually, right? Internals to the bearing, things of that nature. So the, the, but what's interesting for me is sometimes, you know, when they go take a baseline, there are certain units that just have a higher floor and normal for that unit. They go, well, you know, it always runs at one inch per second. So that's just normal for this thing. And then 
come to realize there's pipe strain or something that's vibrating in the system that's causing that unit to have that raised floor that that shouldn't be there and this system finds that (laughs) i think that's so cool yeah you know so often context is is key and and you know it's not uncommon for people to go in and set the camera down and and look at you know uh the, the you know the whole field of view and you know come away correcting a problem that they didn't intend to go look for um, and, and often, you know, we find that there's, you know, to that point of the, the, the raised floor, you know, uh, like for example, there might be a structural deficiency at the base. That's just, you know, causing the, the, the system was designed, you know, and it was not substantial enough to, to weak. And, you know, they get, they get in these cyclical processes where they'll fix, fix something, but the root cause is not, has not been repaired. And so, um, yeah, just having this holistic view of the entire asset and kind of understanding the environment that it's in, um, in, in addition to, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of can't see the forest for the trees type thing. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, that and, you know, the troubleshooting aspect, <clears throat> which is, I think, often underlooked because we go out with intention to find, uh, to try to solve an issue, but and I don't know, I'm not in every facility, but if I was having an issue, you could set it up to help you troubleshoot the machine as well. Um, not just going out with intention to find defects, but to try to solution problems. And and it's easy. I mean, it, you know, the thing is, is that this isn't a complex system and it doesn't take a whole lot of training to understand how to utilize it at its full potential. And so I think it yeah, in, in I mean, in the simplest form, you know, there's a, you know, you set the camera down and you, you, you turn on the live mode and it's just, you know, kind of showing you right there, you know, what, what, the, what the thing's doing. Um, we have some people that will go through and they'll add bracing in real time just to be able to see if it, you know, the pipe strain or the, the pipe vibration reduces from, from putting um, supports in different areas. Right. Which is amazing because it, this helps you close some of the gaps that exist within the maintenance department. So in our, in our past, we've, we've actually purchased this unit twice while working with other companies before Joe and I started reliability X and, and the way we got approval was, Hey, (laughs) let's borrow one and go take a look at some stuff. And we did, and we found enough stuff in randomly selecting equipment for leadership to go, okay, yes, yeah, spend the money. And I, I think the second biggest piece for me is that the training capability. How many times do you walk by a base that's got a crack in it or walk by some structural issue that you don't, you think is insignificant? And when you look at it utilizing the RSM and motion amplification, you can actually visually demonstrate to a technician why that's an unacceptable scenario and what it's doing to the rest of the frame and how, you know, you're seeing the gap between a bolt move that, that they think they've, they've secured. And it's just so eye opening from a training perspective to show them that when they visually see a defect, because a lot of times you can see that the cracks there, it's not like you cannot see the crack. You just don't realize it has an impact 
to the longevity of the asset until you see it with motion amplification. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So being able to, yeah, being able to effectively communicate this, this problem, you know, we, we always have this, you know, I've got this philosophy that, um, you know, you can have as much, you know, as much data in the world, you know, and, and if you can't, if you're not going to take an action on it, um, then, then it's really not, not very valuable or has no value. And so, and, and the reality is, is that, um, to, to take action, it's not just sort of the vibration technician or, or the person collecting the data. It's often, you know, maybe it's management or a non-technical user. And so to kind of build that consensus of understanding, hey, you know, we understand the problem, we understand the magnitude, or we understand this is simply a problem to begin with, um, goes a long way in, in getting, getting the, you know, sort of the, the work order issued and getting the thing fixed. That's for sure. All right, Jeff, I want to switch gears on you because we we had the privilege of coming in and touring your facility and and being able to do an unpackaging of the technology and those types of things. And I have to say that I think the thing that stood out to both George and I is the culture within that facility. Um, it's a great culture. People are engaged. They it seems that they love what they do, um, which is awesome. Can you give me uh, some of the secret sauce behind what it is that you guys have been doing to drive that type of culture? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, we. That's something that is, um, you know, very, very, um, uh, very, very valuable to us. Uh, is our team? You know, we've got a great team behind this product. Um, from anywhere from, you know, marketing to operations to development, you know, and, and, and a, and a great, and a great group of sales managers out there. So they, um, you know, I think, um, for, for us, I think it's really about, um, all having a common goal, you know, I mean, we, you know, there's not anybody in the building that, that, um, you know, won't stop what they're doing to, to solve a customer problem. You know, I mean, we really focus on we really focus on customer support and um, and and having that you know that that common goal and and then the product too. I think everybody you know is 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 focused on creating the best the best product um, for for our customers. And so you know, we always have this thing where we say you know, there's not anybody in the building that's not willing to take out the trash because at the end of the day, you know, you know, we all have our roles, but we also have a common goal. Um, that we really want to achieve and we're all in it together to, 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 to get there. Yeah. It's awesome. So tell me what the secret is to keep Sean Hickey in line. Cause that guy, man, <laughs> let me tell you, that, that guy's nuts, man. I, you know, it's just everything though, right? I mean, from the, what's, what's interesting to me is the environment you've created is kind of this, this combination of technical scientific, and then you've got the, Google slash programming and it's all happening meshed together. Right. And, you know, everybody shows up for the monthly birthday party and it's just an awesome, awesome approach to not just, you know, the, the innovative side of what you need to accomplish as a business. And there's reasons behind you doing it, but it's, it just begs people to want to be in that environment and, and partake. And, and that's really, really cool. And it's, it's a testament to your leadership. Well, yeah, I think, thanks for that. I mean, we've got a good, you know, um, a, a good team, you know, um, 
you know, behind us. And, you know, I think, you know, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you one example to that. Yeah, we do, you know, the birth, we do the birthday parties, like, um, you know, when, when um, customers come in to get trained on our product, we go out to dinner and we have lunch um, with the customers and, you know, the whole building comes in and has lunch. And then we also go, go to dinner one night when the customers are in for training and, um, anybody in the building's welcome to come. And, you know, you, you get this interaction between customers and, and you know, developers or, or, or marketing groups that doesn't always happen, you know, but is very valuable. And, um, you know, anybody that comes into the building that, um, that, that works for our, for, you know, the, for RDI gets trained on our product. They go through the same training on our product that if you, if you were to purchase it, so they're fully aware of how to use the product and what, what everything does. So a lot of this hybridization or this cross training and, and welcoming, welcoming it, you know, encouraging, you know, continued learning, um, I think is just really key. Very cool. So, so talk to us about what's new with the technology. So it's, you know, the basis of it has been around for several years. And I know you just went to more of an online monitoring solution, right? Or a, a camera or a series of cameras that can stay live. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have an Iris CM that, um, um, that we've launched that will, you know, 24 seven monitor an asset. You can have multiple of these things on it. So you've got, you know, the cameras talk, talk to each other and, and um, you can build up this kind of, you know, multiple camera solution from multiple angles or multiple locations. Um, but, you know, we, we've added recently, we, we've added the ability to do full trending and historization. And that, that also goes through on the Iris M, the troubleshooting. So you can now go through and make measurement locations and, and trend that over time and plot, you know, frequency bands and waterfall plots and that, that, that whole thing. So that's, that that full kind of capability is there with the uh, um, um, with the continuous monitoring. We're really excited about that. Uh, it's you know because I think it 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 just allows for this um, you know this really um, robust way of being able to monitor your assets and and then uh, and then on the RSM side, we've had a couple of advancements that I think are are pretty interesting. Um, we now have the capability to do thermal growth, so you can record over hours. And, and actually see an asset thermally grow. And, um, and we just released a feature that integrates with attack. And this is a pretty, pretty cool feature. And what, what it does is it allows the, it re removes the rotation element of the, of a shaft and you can actually sort of freeze the shaft, but you can also see it vibrate. So, so as a shaft's rotating, you, you freeze it. It's really cool. And you can see thrusting of the shaft and, and, you know, uh, motion of the shaft and any sort of twisting. So that's something we're really excited about. Yeah. And see, all that's just sick. Like it, yeah. <laughs> just when I think about your technology, I'm thinking, you know, baby monitoring security, you know, we, you had mentioned like, you know, when, when you're either building new buildings, the commissioning process, R and D on products, there's so many applications you know, you want to see how good your suspension system is, figure out how to stabilize the camera on the side and just, you know, drive over potholes. Like, like it's just, <laughs> just unbelievable. Um, so what do you see coming down the pipe? So what's inside, if you can, you know, if we can lift the hood and kind of see in the secret room where they're doing all the programming, where you've got, you know, like teams of people locked in there and you just IV them coffee, um, what, what is, what's next? What's, what do you, can you divulge what's next? 
Well, I, you know, I can, at a high level, I can just say, you know, we'll, we've got some interesting things with the continuous monitoring that, that, that's, that's coming down, down. So we're going to continue to, to invest in that. And, and then also um, we've got some, you know, we're, we're, we kind of see it as we're just getting started. You know, I mean, we've got this technology that I think we really want to, you know, utilize it to its full capability. It's almost like there's just this new sensor available, you know, that, which is the camera and, and we're going to sort of max that thing out. And, but we have some, we do have some new techniques. I can't really, you know, say, say much now, but I, I will say that they're going to be, you know, I'm really excited about them. I mean, these are, I think the, some of, some of these new capabilities are really going to be, um, uh, uh, cause a big shift with certain, um, in, in certain ways with the way people make measurements. So we're, we're, we're super excited about that soon. Very though, cool. Soon. So if somebody wants to understand motion amplification in a little bit more detail, how can they get some, some context and some information? Yeah. So, um, th- well, we have a YouTube page with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of thousands of videos by now, it's just youtube.com, you know, uh, forward slash RDI technologies, um, and then our website, www.rditechnologies.com. You know, I'm on LinkedIn, um, and, you know, uh, find me there and connect. But, um, but you know, our, our website has a lot of information, um, lots of videos, and, of course, the YouTube page. So you can, you know, uh, pop some popcorn, pull up a seat, and, you know, watch uh, motion amplification videos to your heart's content. I, that's every Friday night, man. Yeah. That's, that's date night for me and the wife, um, actually, Jay, Jeff. So, um, so <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and you also do like a webinar series, right? Like I see you consistently kind of doing really short, hey, here's how to do this functionality or an overview of something. Uh, so you do webcasts as well? Yeah, we've got a customer, um, we've got a remote education page. So it, it, we do, we do series on a regular basis. So those are tips and tricks. We'll just take a small, you know, um, you know, feature that we think is very powerful, you know, to make sure people are aware of it. It's a short little couple minutes. Um, and then every, um, every month we're doing a a series. We'll have um, one every month where we have an end user that, that that's, uh, you know, the hours devoted to them showing case studies. And we do that on a reoccurring basis. And then, and then I've, um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, pepper in there some, some, um, some other ones that are, you know, um, uh, customer connect where we'll go through and, and um, discuss certain um, applications. Like we have one on the maritime industry using them in, in different locations or use cases. So, so we've got a very robust set of, um, sort of webinars that you can really dig in and see, Hey, you know, would this be, would this tool be utilized? Could I use this tool in this way? And um, chances are you can find out there. So you have a waterproof version. We, we don't have a waterproof version, (laughs) but there are plenty of waterproof um, enclosures, but now mostly a lot of people use them on vessels, you know, and they want to know, can, can we use it? We have a lot of offshore applications and then, and then in, um, and, and in vessels as well. Very awesome. cool. So what about conferences? We know the conferences are starting to ramp up. Where can people uh, see it? Yeah, we're going to be at, um, we're going to be at SMRP. Um, um, we're going to be at IMC. Um, we're going to be at Reliable Plant. Um, and then some of the other conferences we do are like noise and vibration conference and, um, uh, you know, along the test and measurement side too. So we, we have a conference schedule on our website you can find out, but you know, we're gearing up and 
we're going to condense a year's worth of conferences here in six months. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. Travel budget's yeah. going to get blown the next couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good thing. We need it, right? I mean, yeah. you know, how how has um, how has all of this have impacted your organization? You know, hopefully, if folks still not only see a need but have the ability to uh, understand your technology and get and access it. Um, has this been a, a challenging time for you, or are you still in growth mode? Well, we're still in growth mode. I, you know, I still, um, I, I think it's challenging for everybody for lot, lots of different reasons. Um, you know, we had, you know, it was uh, making sure we staying connected with our customers, making, making sure we could keep, you know, our delivery times, making sure we could keep, you know, um, sort of our support and, and all that, you know, running, you know, we, we were successful at that, but, you know, it, um, we, we had to do things different. Um, you know, we, we started delivering online virtual training, um, and, and things like that. So we, we made some adjustments and, and, you know, learned some things and that we'll keep on the, the other side of this and be the better for. Awesome. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, yeah, it, the change in platform and how we deliver and then, I think the other piece of it is is the folks that are in the industry are now a little bit more open to the idea of um, of learning in that capacity, right? In, in virtual space. Yeah, we do we do a lot of um, you know webinars and we do a lot of screen sharing. You know, when we you know, of course, we want to show video when and and so you know, I find that I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ran into um, it's been probably you know, six months to a year before you've run into somebody that, you know, couldn't get sort of Teams or Google Meet or, or one of those platforms up and running, that's gone, that's completely gone away. And so, you know, <laughs> I can, I can, you know, click a button and call anybody in the organization and be on video chat with them. And, and so that's, um, you know, we've come up to speed on those, those technologies very fast. All right. So if, if folks, if you have to give users of your solution one tip, in, I don't know, either successful use or application of the technology, what's your number one thing to tell somebody? I think if I had to, to tell people, I would say, use it, use it, use it. Because we, we find that, you know, it's, it's really easy for people to adopt technology and, and really think it can only be used for X, Y, and Z. And, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where, you know, really with our, our technologies, there's so many applications. And, and if you go out and, you know, sort of put the camera on, on things, you will find things and, and you will, you know, you will find things that will save you money. And so, you know, my, my big encouragement is get out there and use it and um, as much as possible. Very cool, Jeff. Awesome. Well, we'd like to thank you so much for spending some time with us here um, and, and, you know, just again, give you kudos to you and your organization for just the, the capability you're putting into people's hands that we care about, um, and the way that you operate as a business. No, thanks for having me. It's always great to, to, to talk to you guys. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening to Practical Reliability. I'm George Williams. And I'm Joe Anderson. Go make tomorrow better than today.